so you know it's kind of funny timing because life gives you these moments and it's kind of where you'll say something or you'll do something and then like the second after you do it you immediately eat your words and this doesn't have to do with the main message of my last episode but this has to do with the few particular details I said in the beginning and towards the end of it and I'm not necessarily going to spell it out because there's like no official news or anything like that okay so I'm not gonna go here and start leaking stuff that isn't even in existence in the first place what am I leaking if there's nothing to leak right so basically if you know you know but this episode I want to talk about failure and this episode might be shorter than usual might be longer than usual I have no idea but I personally have encountered a large case of failure that was very very personal and uh, I guess upset me or, or made me react emotionally a lot you know it really uh, I guess it I guess it really got to me and so a bunch of what I say in this episode is going to be things that I, I I'm going to kind of wish that I heard about a week ago I guess yeah 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 we'll say a week ago by the way I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, so you failed, but that's okay because just slay girl. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that. I'm not just going to tell you stuff that you want to hear, right? Because uh, I mean, seeing you clicked on this episode, you wanted to hear it in the first place. So I guess there's, I can't really escape that. But you know, you get what I'm saying. I'm just gonna say what's on my mind and what what would have really affected me. And if if you learn something from it, great. If you don't, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm basically just gonna get into it. Welcome back to Slumped. I wanna talk to you about when there's situations in your life where you experience something or when you fail at something, when it's not your fault. And what I mean by that is it's either somebody else's fault, you got really unlucky, or circumstances just didn't line up for it. And of course, this happens in life all the time. It will. You're late to work. Why are you late to work? Because traffic was terrible. Why was traffic terrible? Because there was a car accident. But the car accident happened when you were driving, so you couldn't account for this and then leave earlier. So your failure to get to work on time was not your fault. Of course your boss might see it like that, right? You might have issues for this reason or for that reason. But at the very same time, that failure to get to work on time was not your fault. So when stuff like that happens, people might still beat themselves up. They might still get angry and think, what could I have done? What, what should I have done? But when it's something that isn't your fault, then there's nothing that you could have. Because even if you say, oh, well, I should have been able to tell, then it was your fault partially because you couldn't realize this thing or see it happening before it happened, right? So that falls into the partially your fault category. But if it's literally not your fault, you couldn't have done anything about it. And the unfortunate thing about this situation is that it's not easy to learn something from. Of course, being things being partially your fault or fully your fault, it isn't the easiest to, and sometimes it'll be easier or harder to learn something from that failure, but when it's not your fault at all, it's really hard to learn something from it. It really is, because if it wasn't your fault, there wasn't a mistake, and then there wasn't a right way to do things, because there's no way you could have controlled it or known what was going to happen. 
And that's something that I realized kind of recently. That's a situation that happened to me recently where I realized that something big happened, something that impacted me very personally happened, that it just, it wasn't in my control and it wasn't my fault. Now, I didn't ask myself whether my feelings were justified at the very beginning of it because when you react to things, when you experience things, it's, you can't just be like, okay, well, are my feelings justified? Regardless of whether they are or not, like, that's your immediate reaction. That's when your emotions are the strongest, when you first react to something, when you first notice something. I couldn't have just said that. And I'll be honest with you guys, like, this happened around last Saturday. I was, I was upset. I was angry. I was feeling bad for a while. For the next week, half week, well, not week. <laughs> But I guess for the next half half week after that, that was a very bad time for me just because of how upset I was and how I spent so much time and effort working towards something and how I really put my mind to something. And, and I and it's not that you can't, but I was really sold on the whole thing of whether I put my mind to it, I can do anything. And this was a situation where I put my mind to it. I made sacrifices. I put months of hard work and effort into something and it didn't work out. And I failed. It didn't turn out the way that I wanted to turn out. In my head, I was so focused and I couldn't see if there was anything wrong. And I mean, it would have been impossible if I was noticing things because it was something that I could never see coming. And I was so upset about it. I'm so sad about it. You know, think about something that you spent so much time on, so much effort on, and, and it made sacrifices for, and it, then you try to get the fruits of your labor, but there's nothing there. You know, you've always looked, and when, when you were working, when you were putting in those late nights, when you were working so hard towards this, every single drop of blood, every single drop of tear, all of the emotion that you were feeling, whenever you experienced them, you didn't give up because you looked down the line and you said, that's what I want to get from it. That's the reward that I want to have from it. I want to put the time and effort into it and that's what I want to happen. Because in your mind, there's a finish line there. And sometimes you'll get to the spot on the map where you think there's a finish line and there's nothing there for you. Sometimes you'll, you'll be thinking that, oh, well, let me receive the fruits of my labor. And there's not even a tree that has fruits on it. <laughs> there's nothing there. Sometimes you'll be so set on something and the carpet will be pulled out from under your feet. And there's nothing you could do about that. And, you know, the hard part being that you can't gain anything from the ending part. You can't gain anything about how you didn't know. The big part about it is gaining something from your experience with it, from your experience working with it. You know, when I spent months working on something, something that was very deep to me emotionally, I kind of, I learned a lot just from doing that. I didn't learn anything from the end. I didn't learn anything from something that wasn't my fault. But I learned a lot from the very experience of it while it was happening and while I had that finished line in mind. I learned this skill while doing it. I learned that skill while doing it. I learned this lesson. 
I learned all of these things when I was doing it that I can now apply to other things. Now, is it true that I could have still gained that knowledge, whether it was a failure in the end or not? That may depend. There may be certain situations where you wouldn't have really thought about the knowledge that you gained because you didn't look back on it because it was just successful and you don't think about it. Or, because it was a failure, you look back on it and you try to find something that you did gain from it that you can keep with you. The truth is that you won't know that. You will never figure out because that's an alternate universe where that different thing happened, where this different reality exists. And you will never know it. You will never see it. You can only imagine it, and then that's the game of hypotheticals, and you will always get caught on that, saying, well, if this happened, and then this happened, and what if this happened? You're thinking about what could have been more than what is and what you should do when you're in this situation that's actually happening. And I get it. You know, you hate to see something you spent so much time on just going to waste. But you got to ask yourself, what am I going to do now? When you work on a project, when you work on something that takes a lot of your time and effort, and again, this could also be relationships and stuff like that, it takes up a lot of your time. It has a certain place in your heart, mind, and schedule. So when you're working on it, it's there. But when that's gone or when it fails, you have all that empty space in your heart, mind, and schedule. And the most unfortunate part about that and having an open space in your schedule means that you're probably going to be bored. So you're going to be thinking a lot, which then leads you to the open part of your brain, which then leads you to the open part of your heart. And I, what I mean by your heart is I just mean your emotions. Because then you'll start to feel sad or angry or, or you'll start to think back on the thing that wasn't your fault. And you'll just go back to being so pissed at it. Because what better do you have to do? <laughs> You know, it's a shame when you make your schedule around something that won't even be there in two weeks and you never even realized. You know, it's a shame to put off plans or to not talk to certain people because you're so focused on something that really will never pay you back for what you lost. But at the very same time, you will always experience those things. You will always have that happen to you. No matter how small, how big it is, and no matter what time period of your life it is, you will always experience failures and disappointments and stuff like that happening. Always. See, the dangerous part about this is that when you beat yourself up over it, you're beating yourself up over nothing. There's not even a point of excess when you beat yourself up. There's not even a point where it's like, okay, well, that's enough beating yourself up. Beating yourself up in the first place is already too much because there's nothing you could have done about it. What are you mad at yourself over? You literally would never have known. You could not have possibly learned that this circumstance would have came up or this small event would have happened that spiraled everything out of control. How could you have known? Why are you so angry at yourself 
that you would never have figured out, even if you put your mind to it and focused in the spot where this possibly could have happened. How could you have known? At the end of the day, you couldn't. You can't just assume that you could. You know, it's fun to think that, okay, well, if I really just thought about it like this, or if I was sitting back in this position, or if I was looking at it from 10 feet away, or if I instead focus on this small aspect of things. But you're back to playing the hypothetical game, and you just need to accept the fact that there's some things that you just can't do. There's some things that you can't. And when it's not your fault, that stings a lot. It's hard to come to terms with the fact that there's something that could have happened that never did. It's hard to think about that. It's difficult to come to the conclusion that you were powerless there. You know, when, when we're living our lives, it's always great to think that we're in control. And for the most part, we are. We can choose who we hang around. We can choose the food that we eat, the small decisions that we make. But some things that we can't be controlling. We can't control the family we're born into, the country we're born into, the amount of money your family has, as a kid at least. And you can't control those external factors. And you can't control what other people do. And it hurts when there's situations where you thought that you were so powerful in the aspect of being able to achieve something or reach a goal or experience something great. But having all that power being taken from you just to kind of be put in your place over something that didn't even need to happen or in a different universe wouldn't happen. And a big part that sucks about this is a lot of people, it causes a lot of people to give up. And it's hard to see that because when you see people giving up over something that wasn't in their control, you know, from their perspective, I get it because I've, <laughs> it like literally as of recently, something big happened that wasn't my fault. And I understand just wanting to give up so badly because of this event hurting you that you couldn't have controlled and you don't want to experience that again. I so badly understand that. I fully do. But when you give up, you have to consider what position that puts you in. You know, when you're failing at something or when a big project or relationship ends up to be a failure, you're sad because of the failure, but you're also really sad because you don't have anything to say that you did. You don't have anything to say that you're part of. You don't have anything to prove that you achieved something. You don't have an accomplished to show off. You don't have a trophy that you can say, hey, this is something I got. You know, if you're a team in a tournament, fourth place doesn't get a trophy. And I get that. But being sad that there's nothing for you to show, you have to understand that there will definitely be nothing for you to show or nothing for you to say that I did, or absolutely nothing for you to say that you accomplished if you give up. Because then it goes from, and we'll just say that this is a rough, rough and not really existent percentage, but we'll say 50% of all projects and relationships and everything fails. And I mean, according to whoever experiences them as a failure. 
if it's me, my ideas of a failure will be different from yours, but to, but it'll just be a failure in the person's eyes who experiences it. 50% of things fail. 100% of things will be a failure. Things will not work out 100% of the time if there's nothing that can happen positively. If there's a 50% chance of things going bad, then there's a 50% chance that it will go great or it will be successful. Or you can say, hey, you know what? I put time and effort into it. I stuck to my, to my extreme regimen. I really set my mind to it and that's what I did. 50% chance. When you give up, it's nothing. You know, it's easy to break down, and, and I get taking your time when you failed with something or have experienced something so bad. I understand wanting to take a break from it. I get that. That's not giving up. Giving up is truly throwing the towel into whatever area of your life it is. Taking a break is totally understandable. We all get tired, especially when you deal with things that are out of your control that gets you so angry or upset. Taking a break can be very, very positive, but you gotta just feel those emotions. You have to feel the emotions as a result of that failure. You need to feel that. You need to sit there and experience that. You can't ignore it. You can't just, you can't just fill it with other things of your life off the bat. Because if you do that, that's gonna bleed into your life for so long and you're gonna hate every second of it. You know, when you don't deal with your emotions immediately or you don't, you don't experience it when you should and you just occupy with yourself with stuff just right off the bat, before you learned or, or before you really got even tired of feeling that emotion because there's a certain part of me that eventually just gets tired of feeling that because you don't like feeling it in the first place but if you ever experience it for so long you just hate to be in that mood and you're just like you know what I gotta pick myself up then that's when you start filling yourself up with doing stuff but when you try to fill that with stuff immediately when you try to fill that up with with having an activity what happens when you're not doing the activity anymore? What happens when the activity is canceled on this day of the week and you have all that time to sit there and deal with the emotions that you put off? It's unhealthy because you stop the healing process. You're picking at a scab continuously and it will never truly heal because of that. People pick on scabs, metaphorically, for the rest of their lives and it gets them nowhere. People will literally have scars on their bodies due to the scabs that they pick off to where it never fully heals due to the fact that they just don't take it when it's given to them. And it's a real shame to see that. But when you really give up on something, when you really throw the towel in, sometimes it's good to do that. Sometimes it, it's understandable because maybe that part of your life was very, very toxic or very, very bad for you and you couldn't have possibly had a good thing happen there. There's often times where I see that giving up isn't the right thing to do. You know, when people give up on, on stuff that are a lot bigger, when people start to grow huge trust issues, and I get where it comes from, but people start to have huge amounts of trust issues or people say you know what I'm never dating someone again I'm never becoming friends with people again I'm never doing this activity again I'm never doing that activity again you're shutting off so many options for you 
you're not letting so many things happen. If you're just like, if you fall down, because this is what happened to me. When I, I used to go ice skating, not a lot, but a little bit, out with, uh, out with my brothers, and I fell and I hit the back of my head on the ice. I just, <laughs> I just flopped and then smack right onto the ground. And I haven't gone ice skating to this day. And, you know, due to COVID, I haven't. But I kind of want to do it now. Because when I said I never want to do this again, I see, that mistake was mine, though. I wear a helmet next time, and then I go back out there and ice skate again. Because when you shut off so many options from your life, you will always have less and less things to do. You'll be constantly putting up more and more walls for things you can't do, for paths you can't go down. And as a result of that, you end up putting yourself into a corner. When you put yourself into a corner, it feels like there's nowhere to go. And it's understandable to feel like there's nowhere to go when you don't let yourself do so many different things because you gave up on things. If you're relaxing on a Sunday afternoon, you're like, you know what, I want to go out and do something. And you're like, well, I said I'd never ride a bike again because I got injured. And, and I never go ice skating again because this happened. I never talked to this person again because of this small inconvenience. Or I'll never go to this place again because one of the co-workers gave me, one of the workers there gave me a side eye one day. You're shutting off so many options from your life. Just do the things that you gave up on. And you got to ask yourself, how long do you give up on things for? A lot of the time when people say, I give up, they mean for the rest of their life. The rest of your life is a long time. And I mean, I hope that it's a long time. I hope that you live a long and happy life. But life as a whole is a very, very long time. Are you just going to shut off something from your life forever? A marriage went wrong, you're never going to get married again? A relationship with wrong? You're, you're never going to date somebody again. A failure is really a failure when, when you give up. When you give up on the great things. When you give up on that 50% chance. When you give up on all the great possible things that you can say. You say, hey, you know what? I did this. Because it gets to a certain point where you're giving up on so many things. You're really just running from them. You're not just saying, okay, well, this wasn't healthy for me and stopping it. You might just be running away from it. And of course, there's a cases where that isn't it, but there's some times where it is. You have to think, am I running away from things? When I say that when people want to date me after I've been flirting with them for a while, you know, I have commitment issues and stuff like that. Is that what you're running away from? Do you think it's a failure when somebody wants to date you and the relationship gets bad because of the way that you respond? You know, you might be running away from your commitment issues. You might be running away from your problems. You might be running away from all that stuff. You can't do that forever. You gotta move past it at some point. The more walls you put up are really just roadblocks to you being free of literally any... I guess any strong things that are influencing your life. Of course, like clinical mental health things and and trauma and stuff like that. That's a different case. But I mean with like some of the smaller things that people would just give up on. And even some of the bigger things that people would just give up on. And, and stuff that they spent so much time and effort into and it didn't happen. Am I just going to 
not do that anymore? Am I just not going to do anything in that hobby anymore? No. Because then I let that failure really get to me. That thing that wasn't even my fault really get to me. It already impacted me negatively in the fact that I wasted months on it. Am I going to waste the rest of my life not doing things in that area? Failure really happens when you don't learn from it. Failure really happens when you give up on something because of that. Failure wins. How are you going to move past it? How are you going to put your best foot forward when you're too scared to put your foot forward in the first place? How can you do that? You know, it's hard to see friends and people that I know just giving up on things. Just because it didn't turn out well the first time they tried it. You know, for me, this podcast is the second iteration of it. And then the first one, the first iteration of this, that podcast sucked. That was terrible. At least I view it as terrible. I didn't give up because I got no listens. I still don't have any listens, but I, I still don't give up. I didn't give up because of that. I didn't give up because I thought it sucked. I didn't, I didn't throw in the towel because I spent all this time on what I saw was just garbage content nothing. I made something that I thought was better. I changed things up and I tried things again. Because the only way that podcast really would have been a failure is if I didn't learn anything from it and I didn't turn it into this because I'm happier with this now. That's a real failure. You really have to think about what what big failures have have you really built up. You know, a lot of people will will build up will build up so many over the years. And they'll be afraid of whatever other issues because of a bad experience that happened during it. You can't limit yourself to that. You know, you have to you have to free yourself of something if you're always worried about whatever small things happening. If you're so worried about that, it's like, think about how much you're restricting yourself. Because you can achieve a lot of things when you set your mind to it, but at the very same time, there's a chance that you won't. But when I say there's a chance that you won't, it's because there's a chance. So that also means there's a chance that you will. So why are you going to stop yourself from pursuing that chance? And if you fail again, you learn from pursuing that. You know, if you experience something and during the entirety of it, you didn't learn a single thing. That couldn't have impacted you too much. Because you already knew it all. You already experienced it all. You already knew what you were doing. So you can just do it again easily. So you got to ask yourself... Is this it? Am I done now? Was that failure the final one to, till I give up forever? And for me, that's, that's not the case. That's never gonna be the case. I don't care how bad my experience are with whatever I go into, I'm not gonna give up. The thing that happened a week ago, which I might disclose on later when things are finalized, but the failure that happened a week ago, that was really big. That was in the area of podcasting. But when you see me upload this episode, you know that I didn't give up on it. 
when you see me go on to make other projects, know I didn't give up on it. Because giving up is what wasting those two months would have been wasting the rest of my life with this hobby. You got to consider the fact that even though you have a long life that that can go on for, all that long life is still limited. You can't just put things off forever and then just think, okay, well, you know, eventually I might get back to it. I might circle back to it. Just one day, just throw it up in the air. You might forget about it and that day will never come. You might die before that happens. You might be like, okay, well, I'll just do this when I'm 30 and I'll do that when I'm 40 and when I'm 50, I'll experience this. You might die at 35 and then never get to those things that you said you do at 40 and 50. And all because you gave up on it and just said, maybe one day. Regardless of, of whether I do or not, I'm going to act like I don't have too much time. I'm going to set my mind to things because what other option do I have? Am I just going to give up on things for the rest of my life? Am I just going to stop trying? I can't stop trying. Because that's when I truly lose. When I throw in the towel and, and when I give up on something, when a failure truly just makes me stop that's when I know that that I really gained nothing from it. Because if you gained a, a ton of knowledge in this area of it or in that area, and then you just totally just shut off that part of you, and you just totally turn it off, all the knowledge that you gained is going to be in that area. Or at least a lot of it. So by doing that, you're limiting the amount that you learned. And that's like the best part of failures, is that you learn so much from them. So to me from a week ago, it's going to suck. You're going to be in pain for a little while, but not for too long. You're going to learn about audio editing. You're going to learn about Adobe Illustrator. You're, you're going to learn about so many things, and you're going to realize that you learned about so many things. So I know that you're pissed, and I know that you're upset that things didn't go your way, and that you spent so much time and effort into it, and you made so many sacrifices to the point where when you had that negative thing happen, that hole in your, in your schedule, in your mind, and in your heart, all that's empty now because of the schedule you made around it. And when things go badly and you turn around and you realize that you don't have anything there, I'm sorry that you feel like that. I hate that you feel that way. But what you do now, after you've experienced it, after you've gone through it, you're free. You can do whatever you want. When you have something that fills your schedule, heart, and mind, although it might be great because you're pursuing something, at the very same time, you're filled with that. And so now that you aren't anymore, now that you have so much more time, now that you have so much more freedom, take what you learn, man, and keep going. Because even though you might be feeling like giving up so badly right now, and that you're just so sick and tired of putting time and effort into things that don't work out in your way, we both know that we would rather die before we're caught giving up.